Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, SFFYA listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future. Our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy. Because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Jen Northington. I'm recording on April 22nd. And today I decided to talk about workplace romances in sci-fi and fantasy. Now, because this is sci-fi and fantasy, these are not exactly office romances. But I had a couple books that I was thinking about. What is... What is it that they have in common that I love so much about the romantic subplot? And it turns out they're workplace. So here we are. Before we get into those, though, let's hear about our sponsor, which is the audiobook edition of Book of Night by Holly Black. Pretty sure y'all know who Holly Black is. If you don't, she is the number one New York Times bestselling author. And the Book of Night is read by Sarah Amini. It is about a dissolute thief of shadows named Charlie Hall, who has never found a lock she couldn't pick, a book she couldn't steal, or a bad decision she wouldn't make. She is also trying to distance herself from her past, but she can't run forever. Soon she's facing a cast of doppelgangers, mercurial billionaires, and the people she loves best, all trying to steal the secret to the control of humanity's shadows and worse. Dun-dun-dun. So yes, this is a twisty, mystery, action-y, adventure-y, magic-y kind of book, if that's a thing that you love. And again, this is the audiobook edition read by Sarah Amini for The Book of Night by Holly Black. So let's get into my picks. The book that initially sparked this idea, which I can't believe I haven't talked about already on the show, is The Ruthless Lady's Guide to Wizardry by C.M. Wagoner. You can tell from the title that it is right up a lot of y'all's alley. Um, Before I get into details about this book, I do want to give some content warnings. There is depiction of addiction and drug use on the pages and also death by quote-unquote heroic suicide, which is a thing I kind of don't really know how to warn for aside from saying it that way. Uh, So just know that going in. It's not exactly like the cuddliest of books in some moments, but I did feel very, it felt very rompy at the same time, which is an interesting combination. Our main character, Delaria Wells, who sort of goes by Deli, uh, is a con artist. She is from a very impoverished background. She grew up rough. Her mother is addicted to this magical drug, and she's just like trying to pay her rent. She will steal. She will manipulate. She will do what she has to do. Uh, She's also like an untrained fire witch, which is a fun twist. And she sees an employment notice for someone who is seeking female persons with magical ability to guard a lady before her marriage. And so Deli is like, well, hey, I'll get that job. I'll take that money. Like, I can do guard duty. So she gets the job and becomes part of this team 
of women who are such a hodgepodge and are so delightful. There is a mother and daughter pair um, that have like magic and shape-shifting abilities. There is a young ogress named Wynn. Uh, there's all kinds of different characters. It's really enjoyable. There's like a whole bait and switch situation going on. Why is somebody trying to kill this lady of importance? What's going to happen next? They get into all kinds of hijinks well over their heads. And in the process, Deli, who is like very much looking out for number one for obvious reasons, sets her sight on the ogreous Win. Or maybe she's a troll. She's a troll-ess. Uh, anyway, she's, you know, a different not-in-human species. And she sets her sight on Wynne because Wynne is from a wealthy family and, like, clearly has money. And the two are attracted to each other. And Deli's like, great, I will land myself this sort of sugar mama and be taken care of for the rest of my life. And she goes into it very, um, shall we say... With that objective in mind, it's not necessarily about feelings, but of course, inevitably, the two do start to catch feelings for each other. And while this book is not a straight-up romance, the way that these two interact is so well done, and it is a really important part of the development of the plotline. And I just love the way that Delhi works through both her feelings and this adventure. It is extremely satisfying. Uh, I just think that y'all will love it, especially if you like to see how people who are like on a job together start to catch feelings for each other. One of them has ulterior motives. Then what happens? Like it's hashtag complicated by lots of different things. And how that plays out in the relationship, I think, is very well done. There is also, side note, a like necromantic mouse named Buttons who makes like a bonging noise when there's danger. It's really, this book is a lot of fun in a lot of places. It does go to some dark places, like I said, but it is also a lot of fun. And I really loved the relationship between Delhi and Wynn. So again, that was The Ruthless Lady's Guide to Wizardry by C.M. Wagner. And then, y'all, I know we talk about this series a lot, but I couldn't not bring it up. It's the Chilling Effect series by Valerie Valdez. The next book in the series, Fault Tolerance, is coming out later this year in August. So I'm super excited about that. Um, but I was thinking about how this is a workplace romance that has to deal with power dynamics, which is also super important. So... Eva Innocente is the ship captain. I know we've talked about this before, but just to review, uh, she is the captain of a ship that does like odd jobs, freight hauling, et cetera, et cetera. Her sister gets kidnapped by the interstellar space mafia, she, which sparks off this whole string of adventures. And we talk a lot about those adventures, but I don't know how much time we've spent on the relationship between Eva and Vekar, who is a member of her crew is an alien, uh, communicates by scent along with words. Um, there's like translator situations involved. And it is hashtag complicated because Eva is the captain and Vakar is technically her subordinate. So like, how do you deal with that? And a lot of book one of this series is about, yeah, how do you make that work in a way that's not bad. Like, how do you deal with that power dynamic? How do you make sure that, like, consent is real, that there's no pressures, that, like, the power dynamics are acknowledged? It is not a simple thing. 
And I think sometimes that the work of untangling that gets a little bit glossed over, especially in books where it's not the main focus of the book, right? Like this is a sci-fi space romp. So it would be not surprising if that wasn't really super dealt with, but it is. Valdez goes in all the way to deal with this so that these two can come together in a way that makes sense, is earned. I really love the way it's handled. And then in book two, you get to see how like they both have secrets. They're still new in their relationship and like things are still complicated, even if they've sorted out some of their stuff. So the way that this relationship continues to evolve over this series is also super satisfying. And I really love the way that the two of them work on their communication with each other because, you know, hello, different species, different communication styles, different understandings of things. The way that they meet in the middle is just like chef kiss. It's wonderful. And that's just one of the great relationships in the Chilling Effect series. But it is the romantic one that I like have the most feelings about at the moment. Who knows? With the next book in the series, I might have new feelings. But at the moment, Eva and Vicar are just such a great example of how you can untangle the complexities of working together. And like, that doesn't mean the complexities go away. It just means you learn how to deal with them. So again, that's the Chilling Effect series by Valerie Valdez. And this has been our dive into workplace romances in sci-fi and fantasy. Thanks for coming along with me on this ride. Uh, SFFYA is sound edited by Caitlin Brame, and many thanks to her for taking out our flubs and allergy season sneezes and all of that good stuff. Uh, many thanks to you all for listening. We super appreciate you. We also love it when you email us. You should do that. SFFYA at bookriot.com. You can send in theme suggestions, pet pictures, what you're reading and loving these days, thoughts about things we've covered on the show, whatever. Email it over to us. We love to see it. We also love to see reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, even Podchaser, wherever you can leave a review. We would love for you to do that. It helps other sci-fi fantasy book lovers find us. And speaking of finding us, in between shows, you can find me on Twitter and Tumblr as Jen IRL, J-E-N-N-I-R-L, or on Instagram as I am Jen IRL. And we will talk to you next time. <laughs>